You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Whether you are at the end of your rope or have already let go and landed in a place you feel you can't get out, I will have you believing one thing. You can. In life, we get to make choices. You choose the life you want to live. You get to say how it's going to go. We can choose to create a life we love, or we can choose to suffer. You have a say in how your life is going to go. First, you have to face them. And we all need a little help from time to time doing that. Visit my site, fixandrise.com, and receive a complimentary motivational ebook today. Welcome to Women Who Triumph. On today's show, we are speaking to Ruth Kent with The Emotional Code. She will be sharing with us today about being bullied as a child and how she triumphed to become the successful person she is today. Ruth, can you share with us your experience about being bullied as a child? You know, it's interesting. Um, I look nowadays about what they call bullying and everything, and I realized that at the time I was going through it, I didn't have the awareness that I was being bullied. Um, And I yet what I mean by that is I had so many dear friends and I had good parents in my life, but I was afraid to not afraid. I hated going into like public places. Um, like in the, in school, if I would walk past doors, sometimes I would hear, Hey, Hanley, you know, yelling out at me. And one of the most dramatic that I remember and as catastrophic as it was, it also was one of the greatest learning, um, points in my life. And I was walking downtown in New Orleans, Minnesota. Now that's not like draw going down a metro area. This is a little New Orleans, Minnesota. But that was my home. That was my supposedly comfort place. And I was walking down and all of a sudden, kids that I was going to school with were throwing things at me. And they were calling me Baby Huey and Fatso and, you know, just names that didn't feel very good at all. And my mother turned around and she said to me, she goes, you tell him that God made you this way. And I looked at my mom and I said, mom, God didn't make me this way. I did. Mm-hmm. And I felt like those words were coming like as a message to me. Um, not a victim. I, I all of a sudden went, whoa. You know, I, I I can do something about this. Um, now, have I gained and lost, gained and lost throughout my life and everything like this? Yeah, but I keep learning different lessons. And I keep always the message that I learned that day in front of me. And that is... You know, you can have things going on around you, 
but you make the choice within you. Absolutely. I said we're always, you know, lessons to be learned. What we need to do is just, you know, open up and listen and and see what's the messages yep. around us. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it was interesting. Um, there was a period of my life um, that, you know, I had, you know, lost 100 pounds and 110 and and yet I realized I wasn't, um, how can I say, there was still some bullying going on. You see, I thought if I lost the weight, all the bullying would stop. And I thought, you know what? I guess there's more to work with here. And it wasn't that, you know, I, um, there's a, a prayer, it's called the Knots Prayer. You know, um, I pray that um, in my mind, in my heart, in my life, I remove the should cut, the should nots, the could nots, the would nots, and most of all, dear God, the prayer that I'm not good enough. And there's more to that, but and and I they have no idea who wrote this, but it's an uh, it's one of those to go, oh, you know, um, I want to work through this, I want to be best, my best, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, so going back to thinking, you know, okay, if I lost this weight that was going to stop. And it just brought me in my tw- um, 20s, uh, late 20s, early 30s, realizing that that wasn't it. That The weight wasn't the problem. You know, um, when I was a young girl, you see, my self-esteem, my, my, I had good friends. I was loving and kind. But if I had to perform, if I had to read in front of the class, I'd almost go into a complete vagal shutdown. You know how they would have each um, child read like a paragraph? Yes. Well, see, I never did very good in that because I only read mine. I was so busy on trying to be the best or, you know, do my best that I didn't learn you know, what the others were reading to me. That's powerful. Yeah. So insecurity was a big thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I had to grow with that. And, you know, we hear these books nowadays with, um, you know, walk with fear, you know, be courageous. Um, Brene Brown, um, be vulnerable. Well, you know, I spent a lifetime. Um, faith has always been number one. That's what made me go past that day of having kids throw things at me and being called Baby Huey to say, okay, what can I do about this? Help me, Lord. You know, to, um, and not being able to read and things like this, to, I remember the first time I gave a talk about the outreach program that I did in Tijuana. All these people were coming up and saying, oh, my God, that was so impressive, inspiring, and thank thank you so much. And I thought, who was that that just gave that speech? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it was like, but, 
you see, I started putting pieces together. And when there was a purpose and a passion and matched, you know, connected with my faith, I had that strength to go through things. Mm. And now, we see all the bullying today, you know, I, I wish that message would be present for them. Yeah. Now, what would you want to tell those, you know, the listeners that are listening today about bullying, whether or not, you know, you're being bullied, you know, for your weight or any type of bullying? What would you want to tell, you know, any listener, whether or not it's, you know, a teenager that's listening at this moment Uh or a woman that's in her 40s and 50s that's being bullied? Because that still happens at any age. Uh You know, um Number one, God doesn't make any mistakes. Absolutely. Know that mm-hmm. you are definitely here for a reason and for a purpose, and and you are loved. And, um, you know, I guess that would be the number one. Number two, um, be able to find a place, no matter how, what's going on in your life, find a place that brings you joy. Find, and it doesn't have to be a physical place. You know, um, when we were going, um, we had some challenges in our um, later on in my life and, um, you know, financially and in my marriage and think, different things. And I'll get, you know, I'll talk later. But this lesson I learned back then is to keep this image of that place of joy. And... I know this may sound probably odd in some cases, but sometimes the image that I have is Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel is filled with joy and faith to walk through things. And so, you know, number one, know that God didn't make any mistakes. And number two, ask him for help. Sometimes we can't figure out what to do. But when you stop and ask for that help, all of a sudden, it's like things will appear, things will be different. You see, when I stopped and asked for help, all of a sudden I realized the friends I had. You know, these were only some of the kids. They weren't all the kids. You know, um, when I stopped and asked God for help, all of a sudden there would be a teacher coming up and saying, I see that you're struggling. Can I help you? And I'm just going, wow, that was fast. You know, (laughs) stopping and asking for help. And I created a button and it says, stop, pause and pray. Sometimes we get so focused on focusing what's wrong. We don't even find within ourselves what we want. And that's why I'm sharing, focus on something that brings you joy and allow more joy to come into your life. Well, thank you, Ruth. Uh, We need to take a real quick commercial break. But when we return, uh, Ruth is going to share with us her story of working in healthcare as an RN nurse to her passion of what she's passionate about today, of how she helps others uh, in the world.
Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Joining us back now with your host, Christine Kozachuk. Welcome back to Women Who Triumph. We are speaking to Ruth Kent with the Emotional Code. She is going to share with us here in just a few seconds on her journey through her health care as an RN nurse to what she is passionate about of helping the world today. Ruth, can you share with us? Um, some of the stories of how you went from being an RN nurse uh, to what you're doing now. Well, um, in 1971, I actually graduated as an LVN, and I was blessed to work as an intensive care nurse as of March 1973 to when I retired 2015 or 13, 2013, September. Um, as a, a intensive care nurse, and I went back in 1980 to get my RN. But it's interesting, you know, in the first part we talked about bullying, and you can bully within yourself. And what I was realizing is that, you know, over the years of intensive care nursing, I was so blessed with the opportunities of helping people. I did open um, I was present to helping people with open heart um, for children as well as, as well as adults. I did transplant um, surgeries, um, heart, lung, liver, kidney. I did um, VADs, or artificial heart uh, transplant or um, processes. I did dialysis, trauma. I did years of trauma, and I kept saying, "What else is there?" You know, what was it that we weren't getting to? Why were people coming back into the hospital? And I noticed also that one of the weakest links in the, well, there's a couple, but one of the weakest links is, you know, it didn't give tools to help people to be, be well. Medication is, is should not be the first revenue um, or first m uh, mainline uh, treatment, but what needs to be given to these people to be well, not just to get past a, an acute situation. Well, then in 1997, after losing the weight and 
doing half marathons, 150-mile bike rides, um, being uh, coached by various mentors. Um, I literally probably spent $200,000 on motivational coaches and retreats, you name it, on being better and still faith with my thread, my core. Well, in 1997, all of a sudden, my health, I was still positive. I'm, I was happy, but my health was gone. I was told that I would be in a wheelchair in six years and probably on oxygen. I had autoimmune disorders. I had lost the medial and the lateral nerve path of my left leg. I had herniation, compression, and degeneration in my spine. Allergy-induced asthma and multiple autoimmune disorders that they didn't know which one to give me. And I kept hearing this phrase, um, there's nothing we can do for you. And I thought, no, there's always a solution. There's always a solution. Well, I came, I went home and prayed for three days. And within a short period of time from that moment, I got invited to uh, one of my uh, patients' uh, celebration party. And it happened to be a gratitude for the people that helped her uh, she was a newly diagnosed paraplegic from an accident, and I happened to be her primary nurse. Well, I finally made it to this event with my husband and my daughter, and all of a sudden, I sat at this table, and I said, oh, I just love to dance. And this lady said, well, why aren't you dancing? I said, because my body doesn't allow me to do what I want to do now. And when I said that, I went, Whoa, that doesn't even feel good. But I couldn't. My left leg wasn't moving right. I would be tripping all over. And I was in just chronic pain, always in chronic pain. I tried to do light duty. Our savings were being diminished. And this lady said, I, um, I have an answer for you. Well, she had an answer, but she wanted me to do the business. She didn't come and address some of the physical problems I, I had. But I thought... Not, I thought. I was guided to know that what she had to tell me was an answer, and I just had to keep looking. So I went to an event and heard about the company Nikon. And I loved the concept that they shared. It's putting your body in the right environment to help boost your own innate healing. It wasn't a medication that was trying to, you know, um, put a chain in or link or change the way it was. It was really boosting what we have been designed to do. I thought, well, that's pretty great. So I got introduced to Nikon, became a consultant. To this day, I shared these products. And then um, I met Dr. Bradley Nelson. He was a chiropractor in Laguna Niguel. I lived in San Diego at the time. Well, fast forward, I went to see him three times a week. I was so... My body was in such out of balance and so much tension and pain. I wasn't sleeping. And through the Nikon Wellness Home, the water, air, magnetics, fire infrared, the nutritionals, Dr. Nelson doing what he was doing, and I came to find out what he was doing was not only his chiropractic work, but it was energy work called the emotion code and body code. And 
I felt relief like I have never, ever felt before. And in three and a half months, I didn't have any pain. I was sleeping through the night, and my life was given back to me. Well, fast forward, that was 1997 and 1999. I was seeing him like once a month and, you know, just had gone to some of his workshops, had, you know, thought, you know, this is very interesting. And he says, oh, I'm glad to see you. I have a question for you. And I said, well, I have something to tell you. I said, but you go first. He says, will you be my partner? And I went, no, not today, (laughs) because I was telling him that I was moving to North Carolina. Well, as we know, everything in its right time. I kept using the emotion code and the body code, and I kept using the Nikon technology. And then all of a sudden, another pitfall in my life. We were going through bankruptcy. And we were having terrible, terrible time in our marriage. I, when everybody would ask me why I'm not leaving, I said, because I still love him. But I, there was so much stuff in between. Well, I called Dr. Nelson and I said, would you m- mind, I'm going to give my husband a gift of a session, but the session's going to be on me. I'm going to re- ask to release any trapped emotions that may be blocking me from really being in a loving relationship with my husband, with myself and with my husband. So he did a session for me. And fast forward, all of a sudden, my husband, a couple days after that, said, is there something different about you? He said, you just seem more at ease. I said, well, there could be. I didn't say anything more. Then one day he was sitting at my desk and I was standing there and all of a sudden God said, you can show him the session now. I thought, well, I have no idea where that session is. I looked down at the desk and guess what was there? The session. I handed it to him and he said, he read it very methodically. And I thought, wow, I wonder what's on that paper. (laughs) Because, I mean, he just read it with such ease. And He looked at me and he said, you really love me, don't you? And Mm -hmm. I I broke into Fiddler on the Roof, like, I make your bed, I clean your clothes, do you love me? You know, but the reality was, he's very analytical. And if he could notice something and feel this, there was something that I needed to really address. So I went to, now remember, we're we're going through uh, bankruptcy. And all of a sudden, I'm being told to go to Chicago. And I'm going, on my good looks, I don't think so. You know, (laughs) how is this going to happen? And I said, Lord, if this is truly what you want me to do, then I want a snow cone on my forehead. I don't want a sign. I want to know without a doubt that this is what you want me to do. And I got done praying that the phone rang, and I thought, if this is God, I'm hanging up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was my girlfriend from Tennessee. And all of a sudden, she said, are you going to Chicago? And I said, well, you know, I was just thinking about that. And she said, well, I want to pay for your trip. Ooh, wow. You know, yeah, when we have those 
like um, I call them out of body experiences or God mm-hmm. winks as we hear, you know, that's when you know the difference between the ego and your intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Holy Spirit really working within you. So I knew without a doubt, somehow, some way, that this was going to be an answer to the prayer that I kept asking, what else is there? And it was what else is there for my, for me, for my life, for my family, from the, you know, every time I look in my patient's eyes, I hear their story. I go, what else is there? And sure enough, it was the answer. And it is the answer. I went and I went to a seminar in Chicago. Everything worked out beautifully. And by doing this work, becoming certified in this work, I was able to put food on the table. And now, fast forward, I became certified in 2008, 2010, certified in the body code. And in 2012, I was asked to be one of the instructors of the emotion code. My joy comes in teaching the people a tool to live a lifetime and to connect deeper with that inner voice, those God winks, the intuition within them, the genius within them. And when we release trapped emotions, when we ask to have the um, despair anchors, the negative messages that are being sent out, releasing them, some that we don't even know because guess what? They can be inherited. And, you know, when we say those phrases, oh my gosh, I'm just like my mother. Well, sometimes it can be a good thing, but sometimes it's not a good thing, you know? <laughs> and and to realize that we have an option here. And the miracles that came into my life from doing this work is that I have a greater passion I've I've expanded beyond. Remember, I was a little girl that couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my husband passed away January third, and because of this work, I was able to that day say, "Lord, this really hurts. This really sucks." You know what? Can I be grateful for? And I was told immediately that he didn't suffer. What more do we want for our loved ones but not to suffer? Mm -hmm. Well, since then, January 3rd, I have been able to be an author in two books. I have done seminars. I have done sessions for people. But when I was going through, you know, the part right after, um, you know, Ron passed, and you're just kind of numb. I had a community of practitioners come forward and say, would you allow me to do a session for you? You see, can you imagine the rippling of this in the world if we had more communities like this? Yeah. Now, Ruth, how can the uh, listeners that are listening today, that they want to know more about what you do with the the emotional code and everything else that you do, how can they contact you? Very easily. Um, I have um, email, and it's Ruth Kent Present 
That's R-U-T-H-K-E-N-T-P-R-E-S-E-N-T at gmail.com. And um, my cell phone um, is very easy. It's 828-778-0254. I have a website, and my brand-new website should be up um, in three days. So this is perfect timing. And it's Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Ruth Kent LLC.com. And, you know, any way possible, I do this by Skype. I do it all over the world. And um, I do private sessions. I do also, I have a program called Success Together. It's a 10 week program. And then you have a private abundant breakthrough session um, after the 10 weeks. Uh, towards the end of the 10 weeks. And we will be starting this program up again. It'll be the fourth time we're doing this. And it will be starting um, in the first part of August. So if anybody's interested in that or wants to have a pamphlet sent to them inquiring about this, and it isn't only about um, abundance as far as financial. It can be in creativity, relationships, your health, any area of your life and um it's really powerful so i you know that's another program and uh private sessions and i do workshops i also at the present time doing seminars and if you're interested in i know that some people have a business would you like your whole team to go through um either a workshop or a seminar I'd be honored to share that with them. Thank and you so um, we can talk that over. Yeah. Creating the higher vibration for each other. Yeah. Well, Ruth, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. You know, you and I have known each other for quite a long time. And I've learned yeah. so, I've learned a lot about you today. So, you know, thank you for being on Women Who Triumph. And there's women, it's women just like yourself, you know, that's helping change the world. And we have to all do it together in order to get it done. So thank you so Amen. much. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. See you Thursday. Bye. Bye.